This episode is brought to you by Skyline Homes. Skyline Homes has a unique approach to land development. Their home construction begins with a disciplined approach to evaluating markets, acquiring land, and creating value through the planning process. Pride and personal involvement in the work that they perform result in superior quality and service. This philosophy has distinguished them from the crowd of other developers in this ever-evolving business. To find out more, visit skylinehomesdevelopment.com. That's skylinehomesdevelopment.com. Hey there, this is Hannah McGee, and welcome to the iHeart2C podcast. Join my husband, John, and me as we talk about all the happenings in our favorite place, Canyon County. We'll be highlighting businesses, organizations, and just plain old people that make this such a great place to live. If you're tired of all the negative on the news and social media and need some inspiration, you have come to the right place. Canyon County is one of the fastest growing areas in the country. It's a great place to live, and it's where we're raising our family. We're going to take a few minutes each week to talk about the place we call home, the good folks, and the great happenings going on in Caldwell, Nampa, and beyond. So join us here at the iHeart2C podcast. All right. Well, thank you all for joining us again for another episode on iHeart2C podcast. I am Hannah and uh, my co-host, John, and we have another special guest. We are talking more about sports in Canyon County and some special people that have really made um, a difference. And we were excited to chat with some really awesome people here from Canyon County. And um, John, would you like to introduce our guest? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, our guest t- today is Shay McClellan. Uh, you probably recognize that name if you are a football fan, particularly if you're a Boise State football fan. You remember Shay McClellan and um, the career that he had at Boise State, and then, of course, in the, the National Football League for a few years. There aren't too many first-round picks from uh, Chicken Dinner Road. Um, but Shay McClellan is is the one, and he's got he's got quite a story about how he got from Marsing High School to the NFL. And Shay, we're so glad that you're you're here yes, with us. You. And um, just just go back. And what we want to do is we want to end up talking about what you're doing at Marsing right now because I think that's really important. It's mm-hmm. really cool what you've what you've done and what you're committed to. But just go back and kind of tell us how did you get from Marsing to the National Football League. And uh, I would say a lot of hard work and a lot of sacrifice. Um, you know, early on, uh, grew up grew up out there on the farm with my grandparents. Um, they raised me, and um, you know, they instilled a lot of hard work and uh, humbleness. Um, you know, that's that's kind of how I was I was raised. And you know, make sure you work your butt off. You know, on a farm, you got to work your butt off. That you, yes. you have no choice, right? So, right. There's, there's no stop, you know, there's always something to do. So, you know, I'd wake up, go to school, come back and, you know, we got to get working on the farm after practices or whatever. So um, early on, you know, I was just taught that, you know, hard work's the way to go. Um, growing up in Marcy, man, going to school, playing, playing football and all the other sports there. Um, you know, it can be tough to be seen. Um, you know, small schools, they don't get looked at as much. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, here, I, know, I think, you know, the colleges, uh, Boise State, uh, Idaho State, they, they do a good job of seeking out the Idaho talent. Um, so, like, for Idaho players. And, 
you know, I, you know, I just worked out there and I was lucky to be seen by, uh, at that time it was coach Harson. He was the OC at Boise mm-hmm. and he was the Idaho recruiter. Um, and he just, you know, we started talking from then on and then they invited me to their camp and, um, you know, they kind of, <clears throat> they liked what they saw. And then eventually, you know, down the road, they came to a few games, few of my games this my senior year. And then they just ended up offering me. And, and for me, that was one thing, you know, I, I always went to the Boise state games growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one time, I think I was like 10. I, um, someone put my name in for like a raffle for season tickets and mm-hmm. I got season tickets and that was the greatest thing for me. And at that oh. time, Boise wasn't they weren't that good. You know, they were battling, mm-hmm. uh, whack with like uh, New Mexico state, North Texas and stuff like that. Like they're, there was kind of the rougher years, um, but I loved it, man. Like I've, I've always been a Boise fan. So when they offered me, I was like, yes, I'll take it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Awesome. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was kind of, um, I'm just very blessed to be in the position that I was. And, you know, uh, I, I worked pretty hard, but I, I, I would say I worked harder uh, when I got to college um, just because in the high school, I never, you know, my, my goal was never really to go play football. Honestly, mm. my goal, I always wanted to be a basketball player. And I think that's oh. what a lot of kids do. You know, they want to be like D1 basketball players, but uh, you never, um, you don't realize how athletic those guys really are to be like a division one basketball player. Mm-hmm. Those guys are just freaks, you know, yeah. and I, I think, uh, you know, a lot of kids realize that, you know, a lot of, the, a lot of the D1 players are getting recruited in seventh, eighth grade, you know, wow. to play back. So um, it's just, it's crazy. And then, you know, once I got older, my junior, senior year in high school, I was like, man, I just don't, I don't have like the size, you know, for, to play at a really high level of basketball. Um, You know, I had some smaller schools looking at me and stuff. And, uh, but once Boise offered me for football, um, you know, all those kind of offers for basketball, all the looks at basketball kind of went away because, you know, I got Boise. Um, And then I went to play there and, man, my time at Boise was awesome. Uh, Just, you know, I can't say enough about that coaching staff that was there. Uh, I was with Coach Pete, you know, my entire Mm -hmm. time. Uh, he's such a great man um, and taught me so much just about being a man. And, you know, he was more, um, he was more worried about, you know, uh, producing great leaders uh, for the community, producing great men, great husbands, fathers, um, brothers, um, things like that. And, you know, the wins just kind of went along with it. Um, You know, I think that's what makes him so great as a coach. He wasn't really worried about uh, winning, you know, he just wanted to create a good men, and, um, you know, that's kind of my model right now is yeah. in high school. Um, but to go back to college, um, you know, my goal going to college, I just wanted, I just wanted to play. I just love competing. You know, I, I didn't, <clears throat> I didn't necessarily, necessarily love football, which I mean, kind of sounds weird, but <laughs> in it, I just, I'm like the ultimate competitor. Like, I'll play any sport. You know what I mean? Any sport, any, I got my son crying. In the yeah, it's okay. It's <laughs> great. I love it. He's freaking it's out. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm just like the ultimate competitor. Like play chess. All right. I'm going to try to beat you. I might not be good, <laughs> but you know, mm-hmm. if I, if I lose, all right, we're going again. Like I'm going to go until I beat you type mm-hmm. thing. You know what I mean? So I just, you know, in college, I worked super hard. Um, and my goal, like I said, was never to go to the NFL. Um, I already had a plan, um, to go and do some firefighting afterwards. 
Um, my brother-in-law was a firefighter. I had good connections in the firefighting community, mm-hmm. Boise, and, uh, you know, I was doing ride-alongs with them and, you know, meeting guys um, before I was even done with college, just just to get those connections and, um, you know, get ready for my next, my next, uh, my next step in life. Um, and then probably around my junior year, same thing in, uh, in, um, college, I had a pretty good year after my junior year. And then I was starting to get, you know, um, calls from agents and stuff. And I was like, Oh, this is weird. All right, cool. <laughs> you know, they're like, Hey, you know, you know, let's talk and, you know, maybe we, I can represent you, whatever it is. And, I was like, all right, whatever. Um, and then my senior year had a decent year and, uh, you know, it kind of all just came together. And, uh, uh, but I would say throughout my college career, I definitely just, you know, I, for me, I was just trying to work harder than the next guy, you know, cause I would say there was guys that had more talent than me, uh, you know, but I just worked harder than them. And, mm. you know, that's where I got to the, to where I was, you know what I mean? And I think, you see that all the time, you know, a lot, everyone has talent, you know, especially at the level for football, but it's just the guys that put in the work and, you know, what they do with that. Um, they just move on to the next level and, and they're, you know, better players for it. Um, so my senior year, yeah, you know, I, you know, met up with some agents and after the season and, uh, you know, picked my agent and I was like, all right, I'm going to try this football thing. And, you know, going in, uh, after my senior year going into like, um, the all-star games and, uh, the combine and the senior, the senior bowl, stuff like that. Uh, I didn't expect to get drafted, you know, I was just, all right, well, I'll give it a shot, see where I end up. And, um, but yeah, it was never my goal. You know what I mean? And I had a pretty good combine and a pretty good, uh, senior bowl. And that kind of shot me up the draft boards and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, ended up in Chicago, um, for four years, which wasn't the, the greatest experience. Um, it's, it's hard to go from 50 and three to, you know, losing yeah. the season, you know, it's tough. Sure. Uh, um, so that was rough. And then a uh, free agent, I decided to go with new England and, um, you know, that was more, honestly, that wasn't even my choice, which sounds crazy. It was more mm-hmm. my and my wife's choice. They're like, you're going to new England. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. I wanted to go somewhere closer, mm-hmm. closer to home. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, so I ended up there and, you know, won a Super Bowl and uh, the rest is the rest. And, you know, now I'm here and uh, uh, decided after, you know, I, I, I probably could still be playing. It's just, you know, injuries kind of, you know, kind of forced me to quit. And I have a family now and mm-hmm. I'm trying to be smart about everything. And, sure. uh, but yeah, so after I'm like, man, I, I got a coach. I was thinking about going to the firefight and was like, yeah, do I want to leave one dangerous job for another? Mm-hmm. Not really. I mean, it's tough. The, you know, those firefighters are tough, man. And they see a lot mm-hmm. of uh, tough stuff, you know, they see a lot of gruesome stuff. So, sure. um, but yeah, I mean, uh, I decided to get into coaching, went to Mountain View. Uh, we moved back here originally went to Mountain View coached with, uh, Judd and he's not there anymore but man he's he was a great that was a great place to start was at Mountain View you know he's a really good guy kind of like Coach Pete a little bit uh, I would say Um, and then after a year of that we decided to move out to California Uh, I used to train there in the off season and uh, I don't know it was just you know California has good and bad about it but 
you know, it was just it was where we spent our off season and, you know, it's hard to beat that weather out there for sure. So mm-hmm. moved out there and, um, I hooked up with, um, some coaches out there through my agents, um, which was kind of, again, the right timing. I mean, it's crazy. A life is really about timing, you know, sometimes yeah. for sure. Yeah. You know, it's all what kind of timing you can get, but you know, it was the right timing. They needed a linebacker coach. So I went to Corona Del Mar out there and, uh, man, we had some good players out there. We ended up, uh, we went 16 and 0 in one state mm. and see the finals out there. And, oh man, that was, that was, you know, one of the best experiences my, of my life as a coach. And I learned a lot out there. Um, and then, so my second year, that was my first year at Corona Del Mar CDM. And then my second year, uh, out there, we, we stayed two years in California. Um, and we, uh, that's when COVID started hitting. So um, they didn't have a season out in California that fall. And by the time they had a season, uh, we decided to move back to Idaho. And that was in the spring um, of 2021, I believe. So we moved back to Idaho, you know, last March. And so I, you know, I was done there at CDM and came over here and went to Coal Valley and, you know, coached them and, went to the other side of the ball coaching offense uh was offensive coordinator and it was it was a blast man I had a lot of fun and uh now you know Marcin opened up and you know it's a, just an opportunity that I couldn't really pass up you know um they just struggled for so long and for me as an alumni it's just yeah. <clears throat> it's tough to see you know they I think their win percentage in the last 10 years is like 0.095%, you know, so it's been rough and, you know, I've been through it. So the good thing about, you know, me coaching there is I can relate to those yes. kids. Yes. I, it was the same thing for me. You know, I won one game my freshman through junior year, mm-hmm. uh, one game a season, you know, and then finally my senior year, we, we turned it around and went to state for the first time in, a, you know, mm-hmm. like 10 years or so. so um, yeah, so for me, man, I can relate to those kids, which is good, um, you know, and, you know, they can see that, you know, you work hard, you put the work in, you know, you can really achieve anything in life. So I'm excited to be there and, you know, hopefully turn this thing around. And um, But for me, you know, like I said earlier, uh, I just want to, you know, make good men, honestly, that's, mm-hmm. that's at the bottom line. Winning is great, but the bottom line for me is, especially at high school level, like I just want to create good character men um, and just make them better, especially in the society today. You know, I want to make them better men for, for the future and husbands and brothers and uh, things like that. So I'm just, you know, I'm excited for sure. Yeah. I hear so much of coach Pete when you're, when you're talking, Mm -hmm. Shay, I, uh, you know, I know, I knew him a little bit and obviously people follow him around, but just the, the way you talk about the development, right. You, Rarely would you ever hear Coach Pete talk about how you know how they're developing on the field. And rarely would he talk, he'd never talk about the score, right. right? It was always the development of the young man and the development of the team. And that's what I hear in you. I, I suspect that's what you plan on taking over to Marsing. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Sure, for sure, definitely. I just, um, you know, we'll have, you know, I plan on doing, you know, kind of like uh, call it like Husky magic, kind of like what. Um, coach B did for us like we would just talk you know he would give us you know some expert from or ex excerpt from a book you know that he read recently about you know just being a good man um or another one would just be you know you know being a, being a good husband you know it would it would relate nothing to football but the day before the game that's what we would talk about 
you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, and he would kind of try to relate it, but most of the time it was just, you know, this is like, he's trying to develop us to be good men. Cause he knows that football doesn't last forever. Right. Like, you know, I was done at 29 years old. You have so much more life to live after mm-hmm. that. I think the big picture for him was, you know, most of these guys aren't going to play, you know, football beyond college. And even if you do, I mean, that's, you know, 10 years, if you're lucky, you know what I mean? And if that's, if you're real lucky, but if you're lucky, you get past three and a half, which is the league average. So, um, you know, he knew that. And I think, uh, honestly, I think, you know, that's just why we were so good. And back in those days, for sure, that Mm -hmm. had a part of it. And, uh, you know, I think any guy you talk to that played under Pete would say the same thing that, um, He's just a, such a high character guy, um, you know, and, you know, that's what I look for when I'm trying to get coaches and on my staff and things like that, for sure. So. There's got to be a buzz in the community that you're coming back. I mean, this this hometown yeah. kid that went in and played in the NFL and played for Boise State, and now you're coming back. I imagine there's an energy in the Marston community right now. I'm hoping so for sure. And, you know, there's been a couple people that have told me, yeah, that there is definitely a buzz and yeah, you know, we need it because we need to get kids out. That's, that's the toughest thing right now is just keep getting kids out to play. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm hoping to have this year, my goal is to get 40 kids so we can have a JV and a varsity. And, you know, that doesn't sound like a lot, but for like a two A level, that's a pretty good amount, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping, you know, I can generate, enough buzz that more kids come out to play um so uh yeah for sure and you know people told me there is so um you know I hope, i'm hoping to get more kids excited about it for sure too because you know looking at it i mean if i had the opportunity to be coached by an nfl player shoot i would have took mm-hmm. that sure. heartbeat yeah. you know what i mean and like even if i didn't love football like if i uh you know I played baseball, for instance, if, if my coach was going to be a, if he was a former MLB player, like, I'm going to go, you know, that's awesome. You know what I mean? And, uh, I'm not trying to talk myself up or anything, but you know, when you have opportunities like that, you just, you know, you gotta take advantage of it. So I'm hoping that hoping to get more, more kids out for sure. There's been some rivalries over the years that I can remember, uh, most, most notably against Homedale. That was always a big, big football game, Marsing and Homedale. I suspect that uh, you'll have that yeah. one circled on your calendar before too long. For sure. I'm, you know, it's going to be tough to get to their level. They're, you know, they're a 3A powerhouse now. Um, mm-hmm. So we're, we're a few years behind for sure. Um, but that's, that's my, one of my ultimate goals is to bring back that rivalry. So just because, you know, these communities are so close to each other, mm-hmm. you know, they're so close, yes. we're 15 minutes, 10 minutes away. Uh, you know, it's like five miles <clears throat> and, you know, a lot of the people are related that go to Homedale and Marcin and um, everyone knows everyone in both communities and, you know, they play each other in basketball and a lot of other sports, um, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, I, I just want to bring back the rivalry for football because, you know, at the end of the day, it's, you know, football is kind of like the, the sport, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, you know, if you can bring that back and bring these communities and, you know, have a friendly rivalry. Um, yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, would, it would be great for both communities, you know what I mean, just to be back at that level. But we have a ways to go for sure. Um, so we're a few years out. But yeah. that's one of my ultimate goals for sure is to get to that level that we can we can compete with them again at least. Bring back that rivalry. And that's what I hear. For, that's what I hear from you. I mean, you, t- you talk about some of these goals and I, th- you know, wins and losses as you 
pointed out, kind of just come with the building of, of these teams and the building of these young guys. But, I mean, in your, you know, 10 years from now, 15 years from now, when you're looking back at your career, you're maybe still in the middle of your career at Marsing. What are you, what are your definitions of success going to be for that program? Uh, for me, just to see the, the, the young kids grow into, you know, great young men, honestly. Um, I haven't been at a program long enough to see, you know, the kids kind of grow into what they do. And, you know, I've only been at, you know, high school the last three years, you know, one year each. So, um, and for me, you know, I've built strong relationships with my position groups. And, you know, last year I had strong relationships with, the, with um, a lot of those kids at Cole Valley. So, like, it's not easy for me, you know, by any means to leave that. Like I, I really honestly wanted to stay at Cold Valley and, you know, coach there again, just because, you know, I have really good bonds with some of those kids, man. And it's tough because I wanted to see them out until they were done, you know? So it's really tough. And um, for me, it's just, you know, see those kids grow up and uh, hopefully, you know, from the time that they're freshmen to the time that they leave when they're seniors, that they're just better men and, you know, that other people will recognize that, that, man, they're, they're great young men for society. And hopefully for me, I can just develop their character um, to be the highest standard that they could be, you know, going into the, going into the real society. And hopefully I can, um, you know, my goal is just to get them ready for the future. Cause you know, how many of them are going to play football at the next level, you know, less than 1%, you know what I mean? So For me, I just, you know, as a coach, you know, you're a teacher first and a coach second, you know, so, um, and I don't have a teaching degree, you know what I mean? For me, uh, yeah, it's, uh, I just want to develop these guys and, you know, get them ready for the next step. That's Mm -hmm. my ultimate goal. And if a few wins go along with that, that's awesome. You know what I mean? It would be great to go to state and, uh, you know, create a, uh, a kind of like a two-way powerhouse you know what I mean that would be awesome mm-hmm. um, but at the end of the day uh, that's not my ultimate goal um, I think uh, if you can develop these guys into high character dudes and um, just get them ready for the next step I think that's more important than anything, you know what I mean because like I said less than one percent will play so maybe one guy every three four years will go to college and play football you know mm-hmm. from himself yeah. I love that. And I love the, the full circle story you have right now, you know, with you starting in Marcin and, and your, just your career and everything that you've done and, and come back to, you know, be able to serve these boys. What is one thing that maybe you see um, in your, through your life in career? So when you started out versus now, um, especially when you've been coaching in these high schools, um, yeah. what's something that you see that maybe is a trend with these young men that maybe, um, is, is kind of a hole that maybe wasn't there when you were in high school, um, that, you know, these young men struggle with, um, and, and something that you specifically want to help fill that gap or that hole to, to help them be better men, um, as they grow up. That's a really good question. Um, I would say, honestly, like a lot of the, not every, every kid, but a lot of the kids just need a good role model, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Um, And, you know, not, not all coaches are like that. Um, I've been fortunate enough to be around every staff that I've been on. Um, 
that so far that I've been coaching have been really good high character mm -hmm. um, coaches and really good role models for the kids. Um, so I think that's one thing that definitely, you know, some of these kids don't don't have parents. Some of these kids mm -hmm. don't have a dad. Um, you know, they don't have their father figure. Maybe, you know, something happened to them. And especially out in Marcy, you know, because it's yeah. a it's a um, lower income kind of um, uh, area. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm coaching at Cole Valley anymore where, you know, that's a private school. So, yeah. you know, definitely the kids are <clears throat> have a little bit more there. So, you know, now I think it's just man, these these kids need a really good role model to see uh, lead by example. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They, they need to see that, you know what I mean? Because I think um, there, there's some kids that, you know, that have gotten into some trouble and I can already see that, you know what I mean? So for me, I just want to be a good role model for them that they can see, all right, this is how, you know, uh, a good character man acts. Um, and, you know, I'm not perfect by any means, but, you know, I'm, I'm always trying to get better and, you know, be the best that I can be. I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm not perfect. There's times, especially when I do like, you know, city league sports or something where, uh, you know, I'll freak out just because I'm so competitive and you know, get angry, you know what I mean? So yeah. there's times where I mess up too, you know, mm -hmm. and I you gotta realize like, you're going to mess up, you know, no one's perfect, you know? Yeah. So um, if they can see that and then if they can see the realness in me um, that, you know, I'm a hundred percent genuine with them. Mm -hmm. I have their best interests at heart and uh, just be a good role model for them. I think that'll kind of take them to the next step in their yeah. development. Yeah. So, uh, I think for me, that's what I've been trying to do throughout mm -hmm. my, throughout my coaching career. Um, that's been a big, big thing for me. And, uh, you know, I've got um, pretty, I've got good feedback, you know, from parents and kids um, in the past. So, um, you know, that, that keeps me going and, mm -hmm. Keeps me excited about it. It, it. it makes me see that I'm going in the right direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, ultimately, to answer your question, I would say a really good role model for sure. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Sounds like it. Well, Shay, you've, this has been a lot of fun. Yeah. Thank and, you. Uh, I think our. I think our listeners are really going to enjoy uh, hearing your story. Mm -hmm. It's it's a it's a it's a great story. And as Hannah said, yeah. it's kind of this full circle story of of you having tremendous success in in an area yeah. and then coming back and and then uh, bringing that back to the community. And so, Shay, we're really, we're really glad that you joined us today yeah. to, to tell us that story. Yeah, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Uh, you know, thanks for letting me tell my story. And, uh, you know, hopefully I can give, you know, not, not only other, you know, not only kids in Marcine Hope, but from all communities, small communities in the area, you know, Hawaii, Canyon County, hopefully yeah. I give, you know, all those kids and, you know, parents hope that, you know, you, you can achieve anything. It just it takes a lot of hard work and sacrifice. So, mm -hmm. Thanks for having me, guys. Yeah. I appreciate that. Shane Thank McClellan you. is the head coach of the Marsing Huskies, Ooh. former Bronco and uh, former NFL player. Thanks for thanks for joining us today. Yeah. Thank you, Shay. Yeah. Have a great day. Thanks, Shay. See you. Thanks for joining us on the iHeart2C podcast. Do you know someone or something that we should highlight? Would you like to get the word out about your business? Send us a message at podcast at iHeart2C.com. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at iHeart2C. If you like the podcast and are listening on Apple, make sure to leave a review. Until next time, keep it local and keep supporting Canyon County.